like grown men giddy excited about hot air balloons. Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of the body here at Desert Springs Church. My name is Drew. I'm here with Alex and Ryan, and we wanted to preview this year's Claris Conference. So to start off, Ryan, talk about the history of Claris. How long has this been going on? Where did you get the idea? Uh, what was what was its beginnings like? So give us the genesis of Claris. Well, it actually goes back to 2003 when I came to Desert Springs and uh, began thinking about ways to encourage good book reading. I wanted to encourage some of my favorite authors among the people of our church. So I wanted to introduce them to those kind of people personally. So uh, the first year, it actually happened in 2005, we had Carl Truman in to talk to us about the Reformation. And at that point, we were just mainly doing it for our church and then giving some invitation cards out to a couple of churches in town. For those that are familiar with what Claris is like now, what was the format back then in 2005? Similar. Yeah. It would have been a Friday morning, uh, sorry, Friday night and Saturday morning, okay. and then it stopped at noon. You think okay. of like a Saturday seminar with a Friday morning evening component to it. Almost like what we do with our membership class now, Yeah, but with the Weekenders membership yeah. class. Okay. Yeah, so, so a little bit more heady, uh, less singing involved. Um, the early days was one speaker. Yeah. So that means one speaker, you know, on Saturday morning giving three talks. Uh, back then, Sarah and I would always take the speaker out to somewhere nice on Saturday afternoon and evening and get to know them. Would they typically um, stay for Sunday Yeah. And preach for Sunday? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. So it was a good weekend. So it just started growing a little bit, bit by bit, um, with more speakers, more different themes, trying to get more churches to come to it. Trying Did you to... call it Claris to begin with? No, no. We, we, we just we just called it a conference. It was just, you know, Carl Truman on the Reformation and Got Bill it. Edgar on uh, culture and uh, Christianity. And... Um, I don't know at what point we called it Claris. I actually don't remember, but yeah. we, we were looking for one word to describe it. Uh, Claris is a Latin word meaning bright or clear or brilliant. And uh, so it kind of, you know, uh, it has something to do with learning, but it also <laughs> has something to do with interesting and powerful yeah. and, uh, yeah, it's and very clear. very classically Christian. Yeah. So Claris. Yeah. And no one had used us, it yet. Yeah, it gives us one word. <laughs> there weren't too many classical Christian schools called Claris yet, so, yeah, yeah, uh, good. so we, we took that. Um, Before it was cool. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, so we, over the years, we've um, added um, other speakers, sometimes two, sometimes three. I think we've had as many as four. Yeah. Um, at one point, it became a regional chapter, a, re a regional conference of the Gospel I think Coalition. that was around 2011, 2012. That sounds right to me. We became partners yeah. with the TGC. Yeah. And if you back up a, a few years from that, we had a regional chapter, a TGC regional chapter that still goes on to this day. And uh, so that means, you know, 30 or so pastors in the state of New Mexico who get together quarterly or so for fellowship and encouragement and theological and ministry discussion. And it's still a wonderful group of guys. And really, this is kind of our conference. Desert Springs is the entity that hosts it and does a lot of the legwork. Mm -hmm. um, Alex on staff knows about that. Um, that's part of his job, and Deb and others also do a whole lot for yeah. it. But it is really serving those churches. And yeah. so these days, uh, we're encouraging those churches to, you know, 
invite their people to come to this like it's their own. And we've really seen a lot of fruit of people owning it and thinking, yes, this is great. This is, you know, our, this is our city's conference, at least for our little theological corner of the universe. It's a, it's a regional conference uh, for local churches and church people to have access to these resources, these speakers, when they may not go to a TGC regional cha- uh, a conference, a national conference, or, or go to when T4G existed or something like that, uh, which would co- cost a lot and travel. And and so <clears throat> people in Arizona, Colorado, and certainly in New Mexico uh, really benefited from it. When I first got here in 2010, uh, I started in April of 2010. And so I think that the next uh, it was it was in April that we did Claris uh, mm-hmm. that year, mm-hmm. and it was one of the first things that I did okay. uh, that I was responsible for musically. And I, I just remember hearing everybody talking about Claris, 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 and they were really excited about it. And I was like, okay, this sounds interesting. And we had uh, Wayne Grudem and Randy Alcorn come yeah. in uh, that year. I didn't know those guys. I wasn't I hadn't been familiar uh, with those guys before. Uh, so we had these guys come in. And sitting there, listening to Grudem, listening to Alcorn, uh, with a bunch of people from all over New Mexico gathered, uh, was a really special experience for me early on to to just cement my love of this place mm. and these people, and and not just Desert Springs, but to see how Desert Springs was a church for churches even then, and we've tried to continue that tradition on. So I loved it right off the bat. Uh, me and my wife were both just thrilled to be a part of a church that wanted to do these kinds of things and go through all the time and, and energy to do it. So that that started my uh, time here at Desert Springs, and and I've loved every Claris since. Um, so let's talk uh, some highlights, and eventually Alex is going to get to talk uh, <laughs> because it's been a while, and Alex is new, and we haven't had a Claris. So, uh, so Alex really is really is really yet. listening in on this. Just napping. Yeah, he's he's gonna. <laughs> we'll wake him up in a minute, and he'll get to talk about his role and in this upcoming Claris, uh, which of course is why we're doing this podcast. But we did want to rehearse and remember the Lord's kindness to us mm-hmm. over the years. Mm-hmm. So, what what are some of the highlights for you, Ryan, as you just think back over the years of Claris? Uh, Claris's Clara, Clara, that's yeah, it. Yeah. So, what 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 are uh, some highlights for you? Well, some excellent teaching, um, excellent speakers over the years. Um, we've never had someone in that we've you know known from afar, but then you get to know them and wish you hadn't gotten to know them. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Um, so, by God's grace, we have uh, had in godly men, humble men. Uh, who've served us well with the ministry of the Word on a variety of topics. So, I mean, certain uh, talks come to mind that were very impactful in our church or impactful to me personally. Uh, Some of the panel discussions were along those lines as well. Sometimes things come out that are really helpful. Um, I remember Mark Dever talking about the Reformation in the Book of Romans a few years back, and there being so many things that could be, you know... Uh, Instagram, YouTube, or you know, Twitter yeah. captured and just it's it's ninety seconds of pure gold. Yeah, there's a clip that keeps recirculating online of Mark talking in our panel at the end of uh, the Saturday session. We typically have a, a panel or a Q and A with the speakers, and you guys were talking about the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. 
in uh, back in 2017. And Mark had this clip of talking about the church and why the why the Reformation just swept across Europe, and and he yeah. used you know some big grand language, and that clip keeps circulating. Yeah, online. he talked about assurance yeah. that it was a radical That's thing it. for someone to believe yeah. that when they die they'll go to heaven. And that, that gripped people. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at photos. You can go to clarisabq.com and click on the little menu tab and go to photos, and you can see uh, what it looks like. Because I think a lot of our church members uh, haven't experienced Claris. Uh, yeah. It's been over three years since we've done it. So yeah, uh, we should just talk about the environment like. of it, the yeah. feel of it, the atmosphere. What it looks like. So these photos could help you, and you could see... Uh, in our old room, uh, what it looked like. And you, were, you mentioned Mark Devern. We've got a nice picture of him uh, with his hands out looking like, why wouldn't you be a member of a local church? And, and, uh, or, or Carl Truman with his hand up. I think it, at this point he was saying, you don't know sheep. Uh, he was talking about sheep. Uh, he talked about sheep a lot. Or the perspicuity of Scripture. Perspicuity yeah, of Scripture. That. Uh, people that were there will remember that phrase. Uh, but also the bookstore, the book and resources, the mm-hmm. time in between. The singing, you you and your team oh, lead us so well in singing. There's a picture of me looking so worshipful uh, with with my with my hand up and my black hair. It's amazing. Yeah, Just before you, you, got old. you can tell they're old photos. <laughs> they're old photos. <laughs> yeah. You can tell we haven't done this in a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it just, it did. There's a life, there's an energy yeah. to Claire's from start well, to finish. It packs out. So yeah. back then it was 700 people in a room, uh, maybe 400 or 350 would have been Desert Springs members. Yeah. The rest are either local in Albuquerque from other churches or even yeah. coming from the Southwest, like you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, so to have those people in the same room together, we're getting to know new people. We're you know having this camaraderie of sharing this rather small conference together. Yeah. I mean, if you compare Relatively. it to yeah. you know what Together for the Gospel was, or what uh, the next to get, um, the Gospel Coalition conference will be, those are, are multi thousand. Yeah. yeah, and so this feels like an intimate space where you could actually go ask the speaker a question after one of his talks. Um, before he's running yeah. to the bathroom yeah. to you know get right. get a break in. Yeah. No, it's but, different. Um, yeah, yeah, it's an intimate time. Mm-hmm. It's an intimate space, and uh, and like I said, it's packed. It's busy, um, and, and of it's, course, it's lively. I got to talk about the singing. You mentioned the singing. It is, uh, it is robust. It's it's a blast to sing with Claris people because they're church people. And they, they, they paid money to come to this conference, and they love the church, they love the Word, and they love singing. And so some of the clearest singing times have been uh, some of the most um, loud and joyful uh, singing times that we've had in, in our space here in our building, uh, which certainly re- is reflected in our Sunday gatherings, but there's just something about gathering with other churches and other pastors and friends and partners that we have around the city and around the state that come in and sing together. There's something yeah. really powerful and unifying in that. And yeah. we're singing the same songs. We're all right. singing in Christ alone. And yeah. uh, it is well with my soul. And everybody's just singing it together. Uh, yeah. It's really, really powerful. And we contrasted uh, the size of our conference compared to other big ones. But we should also contrast it being local for us at Desert Springs Church and yeah. people in Albuquerque versus going to Indianapolis or going to Louisville, Kentucky. Um it's really wonderful that we can have a legitimate conference in our own backyard for mm-hmm. a registration of $60 or $50 for students. Um, that's yeah. that's phenomenal. To be able to go to a conference that's legit and really helpful, but you're also 
able to go let your dog yeah. out and yeah. go home to your kids at night yeah. and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, the cost uh, to benefit there is is huge. Um, yeah, the return on investment is huge. Yeah. For what you would normally cost to go to a conference that would have speakers like uh, like Tom Schreiner and Ramel Williams or Alistair Begg and Carl Truman. Carson. Yeah, to have yeah. to see guys like that, to hear guys like that, you would you would pay uh, you would typically pay more. So we're, we're really thankful for that. Um, and we should talk about the new space. So we yes. talked about 700 people packing out the old space, but with a newly, um, remodeled, uh, auditorium, Lord willing, mm-hmm. uh, that'll be ready in time for Claris, Lord willing. DV, um, DV. yeah, but it, but that will be fun to see. Uh, uh-huh. I, I'm really eager to see that. And, yeah. uh, of course we'll, we'll be eager to see it, um, worshipped in and enjoyed and and uh, us meeting together there every Sunday. But Claris will be a, a special time, yeah. especially if we're um, with a lot more registrations, even than 700. Yeah. We've got room for... It's just getting multiplied because, I mean, I'm just excited that a Claris is happening. Lord yeah. willing, it's happening. And it hasn't happened in over three years yeah. uh, since since COVID canceled the first one. Uh, well, COVID and then, and then construction, construction for us. Yeah, yeah that's why. So... So we, I've mentioned, we have church, many church members that are new since the last three years that have never been to a Claris, never heard of a Claris, uh, or they've heard of it, but haven't experienced it. Uh, we have staff members that are new to Claris. Even, even the guy sitting across the table from me right now that is running this year's Claris. So Alex, talk about your experience with Claris I'm so just far. hearing about it. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. hearing about it when you yeah. first got here. New church and new staff. And... Yeah. Yeah. My experience of Claris right now is mostly lived through... A really significant spreadsheet <laughs> that Trent Hunter has passed on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I am the thing that has stood out to me, and I was sharing this with you guys earlier. I'm so encouraged by how much our people love Claris, but and the people that are responsible for doing the legwork that is a lot, mm-hmm. but doing the work on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that whole week that a lot of the people that are coming aren't thinking about. Um, that is very detailed. Yeah. And those people are still really excited about Claris. Mm-hmm. So it has been this anomaly to me where I've thought, oh, this is this big boulder. We move together as a staff. And yet everybody's so excited to do yeah. it. So I thought there's something about this that even though it's new to me and I've, you know, it's a conference and that I'm thinking of other conferences as I'm doing it, um, I'm hearing everybody else be so excited about it. It's, I'm excited to experience it and go yeah. to it and put help in. Yeah, live it as a as a participant yeah. and see yeah. what the excitement's all about. It is a ton yeah. of work, uh, but it's so worth it uh, for the reasons we've talked about and for the reasons that people will see and experience if they come this year. Um, it's it's like an intensification of what we just we normally do on a Sunday. It shows it shows the value that we have here for good teaching, good biblical teaching, and robust congregational singing. Yeah. Uh, we, that's what we do. And we do that Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. Uh, and then for anybody able to gather back on Sunday, we'll have uh, Ramel Williams with us this time. So, uh, so, Alex, talk about what you're excited about specifically for this year's Claris. What, yeah. what's, what's gotten you jazzed besides the spreadsheets? Yeah. Well, the, yeah, I don't know if I'm jazzed by the spreadsheets. <laughs> Thanks, Trent. Things I'm excited about... Um, Having Tom Schreiner here, yeah, talk introducing about your, our your, people, your relationship with Tom. Yeah, so Tom was a prof- I first knew him as a professor at Southern. Um, along my time at in Louisville and at Southern Seminary, I became a member at Clifton Baptist Church, where Tom, as an elder, Tom was the preaching pastor there for about ten years, and then continued serving as an elder 
uh, but no longer is the primary preaching pastor. He teaches a Sunday school class. At teaches a Sunday yeah. school class there. And so, I mean, I've been in Tom's home. We've gone to Easter at their house. Um, Tom's prayed for me, right. was there during hard seasons. So he's he's a professor, but he's also a pastor. He, yeah, yeah, and I like, yeah. I think our people's relationship with Tom will be as a writer. Yep. And, and anybody who knows his books, yep. he's written many, many books. But yep. you know him you know him in a different way. Yeah, and I just, I was thinking about this last night driving home, just reflecting on us doing this today. And was just thinking about there are a few people I've met like Tom. And I wish, I hope I'm like him mm. in any measure at yeah. some level, because he is smarter. Like when we get all of those people in that room, he is the smartest person in the room <laughs> on so many topics. Yeah. He knows every word in the Greek New Testament. Like he doesn't have to look it up in a book to remember what it is. Yeah. And yet he's humble. He's generous. Yeah. He's so charitable and kind. There is no presumption, no arrogance. And not to venerate or uh, make right. him a hero in some way, I just am so encouraged by him. Yeah, um, and that should make us excited to sit under his teaching, yeah. especially about uh, concerning Paul. I know, and I, and if there's anybody we want our people to know about, it's somebody who's so good at the technical work and can go toe to toe with anybody on the Paul on Paul New Testament. And yeah. yet lives like Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That's and, awesome. And, and knows how to communicate mm, that truth yeah. on a really low shelf kind yep. of way. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, talk about Ramel Williams, our other speaker. You you know him and you've you've gotten to work with him a few times. Uh, yeah, Alex knows him as well. We've had a couple of Simeon workshops that we've done together. Um, so not long after Alex arrived mm-hmm. here on staff, um, I was scheduled to teach a Simeon in Denver. And Ramel was the other speaker. And what's Simeon? Uh, the Simeon Trust Workshop does um, expositional training, uh, expositional preaching training for yep. pastors. Uh, we host one here um, mm-hmm. in Albuquerque, and and then I also get to do some teaching of those um, outside of our, our church uh, a few times a year. So I brought Alex along for one of those, and Ramel was the other speaker. So that meant a lot of time in the car mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. Ramel, uh, the three of us, and. Um, yeah, so I, I've had a couple more, maybe a couple more of those Simeon kind of weeks with Ramel over the years, and so we're we're dear friends, um, and I'm really thankful for his ministry. He handles God's word so well. He's, um, he's an African American pastor in the inner city of Southside Chicago, and multi generation pastor. Hmm. Um, and, and yeah, he's a, a wonderful preacher. Yeah. Uh, he preaches. Not quite like I do, in that I mean that in the most complimentary mm-hmm. way possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I want to preach like Ramel someday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love hearing him preach, and I know we'll be really blessed. I, I, I love how we've ordered the schedule where uh, Ramel will be um, speaking at the end of each of the blocks. Yeah. So we've kind of got a Friday night block, and a Saturday morning block, and then a Saturday afternoon block. And then, of course, Sunday morning, and Ramel is preaching at the end of each of those, and um, and I think we'll just go home yeah. really energized and encouraged, um, having uh, met with God and heard from His Word clearly. Yeah, there's a number of years I can think of over uh, all the different years of Claris where there was a speaker that I was less familiar with coming into Claris that I went home so excited about. Um, Rick Phillips comes mm-hmm. to mind. Uh, and, uh, and and a few others that that I, I I just only heard of by name, but they really stood out. They were a surprise, a Claire surprise. And I 
I feel like more people are going to be familiar, at least with Tom Schreiner's name going into this year's Claris. But I think a lot of people will be just so blessed by Ramel's preaching yeah. um, that people will be surprised. Because I, th- I just think less of our people are going to be familiar with Ramel. Sure. Um, but he's going to be such a such a treat for us. He's mm-hmm. such a gifted communicator and teacher of God's Word. He's so clear, uh, yeah. but so... so uh, Engaging, yeah. yeah, and you know that because you've been in some of those Simeon Trust workshops yes. where he's taught. Yes, he's yeah. uh, done that twice here. Yeah, in, in yeah. Albuquerque. Yeah, he's wonderful. Um, so that's that's the history of Claris. That is uh, some of the things we're excited about for this year's Claris. We're excited to just do it again. We're excited for a new space. Uh, we're also excited for this year's resources. Ryan, you just recorded mm. a little video that's going to be going out talking about the resources. But for our podcast audience, give us some give us some highlights of some of the resources, uh, the books that we're yeah. going to be giving away, and yeah. the resources. And then, yeah, you you do that, and then Alex, maybe you could talk about the the, the bookstore and what you're excited about yeah. there. Yeah. So talk about the books. So we have six giveaways that we'll give away for uh, throughout the course of the weekend. Um, two of them are by John Piper one of which is really the inspiration for our conference theme on the Apostle Paul. He wrote a book, uh, 30 Reasons Why I Love the Apostle Paul, and uh, we loved it. We actually tried to get John Piper to come and speak for us for this conference, but he wasn't able. Uh, However, uh, Desiring God got behind it and gave us two Piper books to give away, one being the Apostle Paul book, the other one being a newer book he wrote on the second coming of Jesus, uh, excellent book. Um, and then we've got four other uh, titles. I don't have them right in front of me right now. One is by Mary Moeller, another one by Colin Hansen, uh, another one by Oz Guinness. So we've got some great books to give away. Those are all free. As I mentioned in the video, it's $100 worth of books, and you're getting those for a $60 registration for the conference. Man, you're making so money. You're making money. That's yeah, a great exactly. Um, one person will get a full set of the collected works of John Piper. So maybe over the years you've been collecting, you know, John Piper paper book this and Mm -hmm. hardback that, and you've got various John Piper books. Uh, Many Christians probably wouldn't know that Crossway has compiled what has been published so far. Uh, My friend Justin Taylor was in charge of editing that and putting it together. There are new introductions to all those uh, various works that he's written over the years. It's a giant 14-volume set that's bound beautifully in these hardcovers. And so one person, we don't know who, it will just be a, a drawing, but one person will get that set, which I think on Amazon is maybe $450. So that's quite a giveaway. And again, Des- Desiring God um, gave us that as a, a complimentary Excellent. gift. Yeah. Hopefully they got a bookshelf space uh, for, for that. You might have to get on Ikea yeah. and buy you a new bookshelf we if also, you win that. We also do some other fun giveaways throughout the weekend. We'll do you know a book for the one who came the furthest or the one who maybe has been serving in ministry the longest or maybe the the one who's um, in ministry the newest. Yeah. So we have different categories yeah. like that. We yeah, give, yeah. give away books. T-shirt cannons and stuff. Kind of like that. No, well, yeah, we don't no do that. t-shirt cannons no t-shirt yet. Cannon. Maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, Alex, talk to us about the bookstore and, and then maybe other uh, ministry partners that you want to highlight and that you're excited about. Yeah. So for our members at Desert Springs Church, where we've been meeting in the equipping hall, uh, yeah. we've never seen it without tons of chairs in it. Um, so as we're transitioning into that new auditorium space, we're going to be clearing out the equipping hall and it's going to be 
the hub of the bookstore as well as all these other ministry partners that Drew's talking about. So an organization called 10 of those is going to be coming and putting on a bookstore for us. Um, They've requested a ton of tables. So it's going to be a significant bookstore. This ministry is really trustworthy. They are like-minded in a number of ways. So they're curating books that we can just have a lot of confidence that are the right books. There's not going to be a book that one of the elders at DSC is going to frown upon being out there. Mm -hmm. And they're just going to be arrayed for you on breaks. If you come early, coming out of lunch or something like that to peruse through, it'll even stay through Sunday afternoon. Um, so for you to walk around and just look at resources. And good discounts, right? And yes, yeah. they... Cheaper than Amazon prices? Generally so. They want as much as possible to resource Christians mm-hmm. with good uh, with good books um, because they know the Lord uses good, good books to yeah. transform how we think and how we live. And so they're going to be doing a significant bookstore for us. Um, and then we're going to be joined by probably 10 or so uh, ministries okay. um, that are going to have tables set up trying to let our members and others in the Albuquerque area know about their ministry. What are a few of those? Yeah, so uh, CareNet, um, they're yeah. a ministry we partner with at Desert Springs that is trying to pre- provide resources to... Unexpected uh, yeah, mothers. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Women who mm-hmm. want to have an option other than pursuing abortion. Yeah. Um, so that's a local ministry we great, love. Great ministry, yeah. Yeah, uh, there's an international uh, missions ministry, uh, Reaching and Teaching, yeah. The international ministry, which we partner with at Desert Springs, they're going to be joining us. Their um, president spoke here before. Ryan, Ryan Robertson. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ryan yeah. Robertson. Good friend of ours. Yeah. Um, yeah, Phoenix Seminary. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Phoenix yeah. Seminary as well as Southern Seminary will be joining I'm us. I'm wearing the t-shirt. Drew is repping. Yeah. Established 1988. That's right. So yeah, a number of good ministries. Once again, the point being, we want to be a church that's serving and caring for other Christians in New Mexico and Albuquerque area. And so some of these ministries... Other churches maybe don't know about, other Christians may not know about, and we've tried to curate what are ministries that we just want to platform yeah. because they're doing good work, and the more that they're yeah. known, the better we hope the kingdom is served yeah. and advancing. Yeah. We just want to cross-pollinate. Yeah. We want yeah. to like get people to good know exposure. these books and these yeah. ministries and and these speakers, and uh, we yeah. want people to go home with a you know, as it were, like a metaphorical backpack full of resources that they can then bring to their church or, you know, share with their friends or yeah. you know, yeah. come back to for years to come. And if you have any questions about the books, we could we could post Randy Pierce maybe by one of the exits and he could just check all the books for you and make sure they're okay or not. <laughs> sure. That's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So Randy, we just signed you up for that. Um, that's really exciting. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm really... Uh, eager for our people to uh, to be exposed to these resources, these ministries in this time uh, together. In closing, uh, brothers, are there any prayer requests specific to uh, between now and Claris or uh, prayer request for Claris that you guys could think of that our people could be praying? We have to keep getting the word out. Um, we've yeah. got a long ways to go to fill up that new space There's with space. 900 plus seats. Let's go. And I think because it hasn't been around for a few years... Um. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't have quite the momentum. Yeah. We need that. Sign we, up. We'll, we'll get the momentum back. I'm not worried get about that. People. But this is a year where we really need people to kind of beat the bushes, recommend this to a friend. Um, if you're, you know, you, you can find it on social media, and you want to pass this off to a friend that way, or just send them the the link to the ClarisABQ.com website. 
that'd be great. But uh, there are all kinds of people in our town and in yeah. the, the neighborhood that yeah, would really benefit from this. Your Christian neighbor would benefit from this. Your non-Christian neighbor would that's maybe interested in Christianity or things like that. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I'm thinking of a friend I know who's a, who's a Roman Catholic who I think would be really interested in this conference. And so I've invited him. I don't know if he's coming, but I, I hope he does, uh, because I think it would be a really interesting apologetic to hear from one of the primary New Testament authors. They hear so much, and you know they're going to hear the gospel, yeah. because we're going to be talking about Paul on justification. And so they're going to hear the good news. So yeah. I think I think the right opportunity for an unbelieving friend or neighbor or family could be, could be a really powerful opportunity for them when they may not want to come on a Sunday, yeah. But like a Friday conference might yeah. sound more interesting to them. Yeah. So that's that's an option. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can continue to pray that whatever is left to be done in the building goes without hiccups and yes, we're not amen. having to panic or yeah. anything like that. You could pray for our speakers. The mm-hmm. they're bringing the word and they're preparing um a number of messages for us to so pray for their preparation. Um and I think you just pray for other logistics. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts, moving pieces. Our and staff. We are out of rhythm doing this. Yeah. Um, I'm new at doing You're it. New. So, yeah, just pray for, yeah, uh, yeah that we can keep juggling yep. and for doing De- it well. Deb Sanderson, yep. so much admin. Yep. Chris Sayers with all the tech. Ian with all the facilities. Memo with all the graphics. A, a lot of us are mm. all, ha- you know, it's all hands on deck. So just pray. Pray for Lord sustaining grace for us. And, uh, and it will, yeah, finish well. Yeah. All right. Well, we're excited. excited. So you can go to clarisabq.com to sign up, pass that around to your friends and family uh, that could that, that could possibly benefit from that. Uh, but we really do hope to see you uh, soon. We hope to see you at Claris in, uh, in October, October, October 20th, 20th through 22nd. 21st. So uh, that's all for now. I'm glad you guys were with us today. Uh, let's keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper, even through a conference like Claris. Mm. Amen. Amen.